rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. July 14th, 2020. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, which is Aurora's first daily news podcast for news, art, culture, information, food, everything good about Aurora. Coming to you live from Gremlin Studios in downtown Aurora. Right here doing our thing. Today is Tuesday. It's a nice day outside. Uh, Beautiful, sunshiny day. Hope that you've got your coffee. Hope that you're ready up and at them today because we've got a uh, good show for you back in the studio with our brother diesel live stream part two good morning my brother live stream part two on this tuesday um doing our thing making sure that everything's working right the donuts are made the coffee is percolating as the song says it is time for the percolator so a lot of stuff to get into today a lot of stuff to talk to you guys about we've got a great show for you this week um, Wellness Wednesday tomorrow will be once again out and about speaking to the community. Our co-host and brother Sal, shout out to Big Sal, will be out there um, interviewing the masses. So stay tuned to that. We will have that for you guys tomorrow. The last Wellness Wednesday was absolutely wonderful. We had Corey Casper from Branch Gardens on talking to us and telling us all manner of positive, uplifting, and horticulturalist thing. So um, before we get into some of our um, uh, news for the day, I did want to take a brief moment and give a special shout out to Cottonseed Creative Exchange on Broadway. Shout out to the Cottonseed. They got a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, So please stay tuned for the events that they have coming up because they will be fun and uh, a really good time. Look forward to having some things happen down there um, on Broadway Street. So Keep your eyes tuned for that, my friends. Uh, The Change Reform Initiatives. Be a part of Change in Aurora. Register to attend a recommendation session or submit your recommendations online at www.auroratacil.org slash change. TAC means dash. That's just a Navy term. So it's aurora-il.org for those unfamiliar. Uh, Change is an acronym, Community Helping Others, excuse me, Community Helping Aurora's Necessary Growth and Empowerment. Uh, Good. Went to one session, uh, planned to go to a couple of more. It was good. They actually did not waver in taking recommendations. Uh, I made recommendations, and those recommendations were duly noted. As we know, changed behavior is really going to be the only measure, which uh, measure of success. But we'll see. You have to take part. you got to play the game before you can enjoy the win. Uh, Yesterday was the Kevin Trudeau live stream. And from what I saw online, it was very good. So shout out to Kevin Trudeau and the venue online. 
coming up, what we have is Larry McRae. That's Saturday, July 18th from 8 to 8.30 at the venue online, an acoustic evening with Larry McRae. And then McCarty Mills on Friday has Michael Rawls live. Uh, McCarty Mills Tap Room and Bottle Shop. So that'll be good. Shout out to McCarty Mills. Um, the breakfast pizza. Breakfast pizza. Why is this the first time I've heard of the breakfast pizza, Curtis? Magnificent. Yo, the shit. I was just having a moment, but like. No, I saw that. Oh my god. Yo, the breakfast you got pizza. Got my attention away from the motorcycles <laughs> on the phone. Talking about wait, what's a breakfast pizza? The breakfast pizza um, is just like you, just like it sounds, but yet a culinary delight. You got your crust, thin crust. You got egg. You got cheese. You got bacon. Um, I can't recall, but I mean, I mean, it's just absolutely great. Um, coupled with a beer mosa for breakfast. Ooh. All right. The town's really I mean, they they open at <laughs> they open at noon, so it's not. Right. Like, yeah, the COVID's really just like that's it. We're just we're just drinking now. Everyone just that's it. Breakfast and work. Everyone's drunk on the television. <laughs> you notice the guys on the morning news now. This is this Either is somebody a... on the morning news has got cat allergies or they got something else going on before the show. Right. You know what I'm saying. No, this is a this is a Sunday thing, and it, they open up at noon. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know Monday at eight you're drinking beer mosas. Right on, right on. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, so shout out to McCarty Mills. Please yeah. try the bre- the breakfast pizza whenever you get a chance. Speaking of that, the way that everything if I'm if I'm derailing you, Curtis, get used to it. Um, what do you think about the the loosening up? I don't want to call them loosening up, okay? Because the city's really on top of it. Right. But some of the changes in the liquor laws that are you're seeing are being proposed with takeout and things like that. You know what? We'll get into that. Okay. Let me finish right the on. new. Right. Let me finish the announcements because I right. do have I do have something to say with uh with the apparent ease yeah. that it all happened, which it. which would was which would suggest those changes could have been done. A long time ago to help fledgling or starting up businesses and not break balls for people who are here to change up the menu and compete. But we'll get to right that. On. Yeah, we'll get to that. Good um, good segue there. So, um, after McCarty Mills, we have Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry on Thursday. They are having a drive-by to drop off food donation. Hunger doesn't wait or take breaks. Be kind. Help change hunger's face. This will be from 10 o'clock a.m. to 2 p.m. in the Aurora, Maine Public Library, Santori Branch, downtown parking lot. So that's 101 South River Street. So that's River and Downer right there. Boom. Uh, right across from Branch Gardens. Right on. Holla. Holla. All right. Everything's this right is, across the street from everything in this town, Curtis. Everything's right across the street from everything anywhere there's a street. Right on. And but things. You can walk to any of these little shops to see. Word up, word up. Um, this is in conjunction with Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry and Toyota. So shout out to both of them for putting on this great donation. Um, the things to donate need to be easy to open and to eat cold. So something that does not have to be cooked or reheated. Uh, canned, excuse me, for example, canned cooked meats and fish, canned meals, Chef Boyardee, chili, SpaghettiOs, canned veggies and starches, peanut butter, mini cereal boxes, and baby food pouches. Please put all donations in one or more plastic bags. They follow CDC safety guidelines, so please help them do the same. Socially distanced, wearing a mask, please. Right, that's only really, or truly only the best way to do it. The 18th, there's also uh, pancakes for everyone at Branch Gardens on the patio, and uh, it will be supported by or working in conjunction with Goldfinch Cafe, which is going to be Aurora's first pay-what-you-can food truck. Um, all the donations go to support that. Hunger, excuse me, hum to spread kindness and hear more about what and how you can be a part of change. Everyone deserves a dignified meal. Rainbow pancakes on the menu. Holla! That's going to be really cool. Um, Wickwood House, July 31st at 3 p.m., having a two-year anniversary tiki party. So that should be a lot of fun. Wickwood House is right next door to Treadwell. They share the deck out there, and um, I think it was like a week ago that uh, Wickwood had like a deck sale hangout kind of thing. We're back there 
all fly with the sunshine. Uh, it was really good. Saw some pictures of it online. So shout out to Wickwood House, the whole squad, the whole fam. Uh, tomorrow, there is August West SciTech live stream from 6 to 8 p.m. Holla. Uh, don't miss that show. Don't miss that show. Do not miss it. I mean, yeah, don't miss it. This town's got a lot of great musicians in it. We all know that. But that's one of those bands that gets people out. People are there to see that band. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They Who's in the band? Out. It's Josh's band. Oh, that's Josh's band? Yeah, that's Josh. Okay, word up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. See? I knew he made the artwork for the flyer. I didn't know it was right. his band, though. Okay, shout out to the homie. Shout out to Aurora Public Art. So, yeah, don't miss that show. Do not miss it. Also, uh, well, before we get to... Before we get to a young man who I really want to shout out in all of his upcoming shows, I do. I would be remiss if I did not mention our friends Visual Arts, who are having a behind, excuse me, Beyond the Walls exhibition of graffiti, street art, and beyond. Gallery One Nine Zero Four at One East Benson, Aurora, Friday, August seventh, five thirty to eight thirty p.m. Um, there's going to be a lot of featured artists, friends of ours, um, Stealth Art. Shout out to Tyler. He'll be one of the artists there. Um, Fisk Garcia, Fisk Creations, will be taking part as well. And there's a whole slew of other talented artists. So shout out to Visa Arts and shout out to all of them. And go to that show and see. That's not just for the graffiti community. It's for the whole town to see. Right. So come there with your kids and your family and explain what else you're seeing in let the artists talk and, and give their vision. Right. So when you see that graffiti style art or legitimate graffiti, you understand where it came from and why it's there. Right. Not just that somebody spray painted a train. It's more, and you know what? You don't a, ever understand. The talent is oh incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are, really, these are spray paint cans a lot of times. Hey, look. <laughs> these are not, you know. Look, one of the benefits mm -hmm. of the ghetto mm -hmm. will always be the artwork. I mean, you have not lived until you've either worked on a trail yard or you're walking home on the tracks mm -hmm. and you're walking mm -hmm. past all of that. Mm -hmm. it's Magnificent iconic. graffiti. It really is. You can, in a film, you can show those trains and that graffiti in those buildings and it immediately puts you someplace. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's, people need to come out and see it. Yeah, they do. Um, so shout out to Visa Arts. Please attend the Beyond the Walls exhibition of graffiti, street art, and beyond. Um, East Aurora School District uh, 131 and their uh, school lunch policy, or rather um, list today, Tuesday, from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, Benavidez Steam Academy, 250 East Indian Trail Road, door 1, Allen Elementary School, 700 South Farnsworth Avenue, door 8, Cowherd Middle School, 441 North Farnsworth Avenue, door 3, and East Aurora High School, 500 Tomcat Lane, door 8. Students can expect the bus to arrive at their regular bus stop approximately two hours after the normal pickup time. For example, if normal pickup time is 7 o'clock a.m., you can expect the bus at approximately 9 a.m. Shout out to the East Aurora School District for making sure that our kids, our residents, stay fed. Are you registered to vote? If you aren't, you need to be. If you are, you should definitely be voting. The time is now 8.16 a.m. We put the link to the online voter registration form into the bio of our Instagram page. We'll also share that on Facebook so you guys can stay extra woke, the wokest. Um, so, yes, if you are registered to vote, you need to vote. And if you're not registered to, registered to vote, it is your duty to register and to vote. Okay. So, want to bring up the list of Aurora Public Art and their virtual summer programming for this week. Yesterday was Dancing with Simply Destiny. Tuesday is Painting with Fisk, and that's our brother Fisk Garcia. Um, that's all sessions start at 1 o'clock p.m., and that's going until Friday. Today is Painting with Fisk Garcia, and tomorrow is photo transfers, excuse me, photo transfers using gel medium with Alfredo Castile. And got a very good, uh, very good lineup coming. So, that's brought to us by the Rotary Club of Aurora, Aurora, Illinois, and Vibe. We vibe to vibe music, fashion, and art. All right. 
Now, moving on, we have a very important announcement. Uh, looking for volunteers for this as well. Meals for older adults. In response to the need for older adults to receive meals during the COVID-19 pandemic, Kane Senior Council and the Kane County Judicial Center and the Sheriff's Office have partnered to provide a meal distribution service. Older adults who are 60 and older are eligible to receive five frozen meals. To register for these meals, call 630-812-6775. These meals will be distributed at the Kane County Judicial Center. That's Friday, uh, June 19th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Kane County Judicial Center is at 37 West 777, Route 38, St. Charles, Illinois, 60175, enter off of Peck Road. Um, on the day of the pickup, you must maintain a six-foot distance. This temporary service may conclude at any time. During this time, we are here for the older adults in our community, even though we are apart. Shout out to the Kane Senior Council and shout out to the Kane County Sheriff's Office. Good stuff. Time is now 8.18 a.m. Um, we will be reading from a very very strong and very interesting article, uh, an opinion piece um, in the Chicago Sun-Times, which was detailing uh, the, the, how can we put it, the misguided courage of the uh, owner of the Washington Redskins, changing the name after 87 years. Um, it's a very good piece. We'll be uh, reading that opinion piece later on today on Aurora's first daily news podcast, first morning show. Shout out to Diesel in the studio coming to you live. Uh, time is now 8.19 a.m. and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora. So in addition to the uh, shows, McCarty Mills and... Uh, McCarty Mills and Michael Rawls, and then Acoustic Evening with Larry McRae, there is also a schedule that I have found for Mr. Rawls. He is a talented artist, and I want to shout out some of his uh, future dates and future places that he'll be at. So on the 18th, he'll be at Miskatonic Brewing in Darien, Illinois. 19th, he'll be at Quigley's on, in Naperville. Quigley's is that Irish joint. I can't think of the street that it's on it's on Washington and then oh that's Jefferson yeah that's Jefferson where um just go to Naperville ask for Quigley's everyone knows where you're going well yeah but you gotta give directions you know right yeah, uh, I would say meet people from Naperville you ask them for directions <laughs> uh, uh so yeah Quigley's yeah that's like Washington Jefferson plus at the same time I'm trying to like keep my memory sharp right right on. I wanna I didn't wanna let that go not on the mic, live. Um, the 24th, he'll be at Global Brew in St. Charles. 25th, Q Bar in Darien. And the 31st, he'll be at Grandma's Wine Bar in Lakemore, Illinois. And you know something? This is the first time I've ever heard of a Lakemore, Illinois. Never knew it existed until now. Shout out to Lakewood, Illinois. All right. And the last update that I have for you we move on with the show is to give another consistent reminder of the uh, STEAM Academy, the STEAM College Connection Summer Camp for Kids, the 20th through the 24th. Uh, camp registration is open now. That's brought to us by the DuPage County NAACP serving DuPage, Kane, Kendall, and Will Counties, Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, Mathematics, 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Illinois Math and Science Academy, Northwestern University, Elite Chess, Bridging the Gap Technologies, the Hughes Who Technologies, and North Central College Connections, all a part of this wonderful initiative. So, please take part in that. And we are here with Diesel, who um, can update us on what's new and taking place in the world of motorcycles and horses. Motorcycles and horses again. I actually got to see a few horses the other day. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, got to pet some horses, talk to some horses about some things that they were concerned with them. Motorcycling, again, we're talking about uh, upcoming races at Road America. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a date for you, but I can find it here. They're doing a, a road safety and couples riding All right. in August up at Blackhawk Racetrack. Okay. So Road safety and couples riding. Yes, Curtis. So what it does is it gives people an opportunity to get on their bike at highway speeds with a passenger on their own bike, safety and you know being the number one thing, uh, and get some real world training. Right. Um, 
a lot of people get on a motorcycle, they may or may not have taken a safety class. People take a safety class. Don't learn from your buddy. Okay? Right. Don't jump on and try it. Oh, man, I've been riding it. bikes for 30 years, man. Right, 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 right. right. You know, um, I've had to tell some people over the years that, you know, they might be good at, at playing softball after having a few beers, but that doesn't make them good at riding a motorcycle, you know? <laughs> Everyone kind of overestimates their skill, so there's a lot of track days out there, and it gives people an opportunity to go out on the racetrack and, and test their skill under some great, great instruction. Right. Uh, Motovid is one of the uh, companies we deal with sometimes. Um, big supporter of them. But what this opportunity is, and I wish I had some more information, but I do want to find that, um, is that it's giving people real-world experience. You're still on the racetrack. You're still in a controlled environment. You've got safety crews. You've got everything at your availability. Right. Um, but a lot of times, somebody buys that motorcycle. They throw their wife or their girlfriend on the back of the bike, and down the road they go with no real experience whatsoever in, in what they're doing. Right. Uh, how to react to things, how to take a, a corner at speed. You know, a guy gets on the tollway and going out of town and realizes maybe there's a little bit more curve to that curve than he thought there was and, you know, things that didn't need to happen. Right. So take a motorcycle course. Um, take a course with a passenger, you know, real skills learning, not just a racing class. Mm -hmm. And and go to the racetrack and have some fun. And even if you're not going to take your bike there to, to ride your bike, go up and support the local tracks. Right. Uh, go see them. It's neat. Bring your kids. Kids like motorcycles. Zoom. They love it. They oh, yeah. Room, room. Room, room. Every kid. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, it's right, your, right, it, right, yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, they don't even, they may have not even seen a motorcycle. And they know. Room, room. Everybody knows that. that handlebar that that's the noise it's going to make. Dare I say, mm -hmm. it's as familiar without the necessary recognition as the moonwalk. Absolutely. I mean, there's kids in Yemen who've uh -huh. never heard right. or seen my <laughs> But if you do this... Right, they know. They know. Curtis was doing the moonwalk here, just so you know. <laughs> uh, live in studio. Word up. Yeah. Um, I think that's a that's one of those beautiful things. Um, but let's... Um, before we get to the article, the time is now 8.25 a.m., and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora. Before we get to the article, mm -hmm. let's talk up that, that liquor license um, part. Because uh, that is, that's, you know, that's actually a small part of that is what birthed Good Morning Aurora. The the weight of the city, I mean, bent over backwards, fought and died, fixed bayonets mm -hmm. to charge the hill of saving those who could package tacos and beer quickly. Mm -hmm. As opposed to a business, I mean, maybe we had the wrong business model. Locking people in, locking humans in rooms, I guess. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, who knew? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, being from town, loving town, it, there's always been a chicken and the egg thing. Does food bring people, or do people come for the shopping and have the food? I've always been a firm believer that a town needs restaurants. Yes, okay? facts. Unless you're going to base your entire community on an antique town or, or some other touristy thing, you need food. Because right. you'll drive to Naperville, you'll drive to Chicago to go eat. We've got it all here. Okay? Right. It is our biggest asset. And, and the, the current administration, Richard, spent a lot of time making sure that it was easy. Not easy, but easy for a restaurant to open. Um, that they could do business. They'd help them support. The other, Marissa over at, at Aurora is wonderful mm. at supporting new businesses. Um, we now have food. You can go anywhere. Right. That was an immediate asset. Every one of these every one of these business owners that owns these restaurants are family businesses. You see the kids in the back, you see this and that. Right. Even the even the bigger companies that have come in, the bigger restaurant chains, at the end of the day are still just a small business. You can see the owner of that restaurant walk in and out of that door. Right. Um it was our biggest asset is is the restaurants right now. And whatever had to happen, had to happen to make it. To make yeah. It. So any change that was made to support those folks, you have to support it. Right. The The other problem, though, Curtis, is the, the liquor on the streets and how you control that, okay? And why is it okay for someone... Can we say Karen? Can we use that word? 
Yeah, of course you All can. Right. What? Why is it okay for Karen to be drinking wine on a Friday night downtown, but not okay for Joe the homeless guy? Two different things. But why? They absolutely are two different things, Casey. No one is going to deny that they're two different things. But where does that area then get crossed? How do you enforce that without... There's laws for that. That's a that is a that's an easy one. Okay. That's an easy one. Okay. How about the city festivals? I've done security at a few of the city festivals. Okay. And you always have a few people drinking on the street. Here's the thing about that. You will always mm-hmm. have a few people. This isn't an argument that's kind of synonymous with the whole fireworks that just right. happened. You will always have people drinking on the street, even more so when you've got a festival. I've never been part of, like, the parking police. I've never worked at, like, a toll booth. Um, uh, But as a person who's, like... And thank you for not working for the parking police. That's a whole (laughs) different show. But um, as a person who has done and been part of a lot of big events Mm -hmm. that alcohol was sold at or I'm selling tickets for that or something like it's a futile effort mm-hmm. to even try to regulate the occasional group of five or six the homies the homies having a good time coming off of something and one of them took his damn beer and walked down the trail with it it is a futile effort and I'm actually happy that like society isn't that Gestapo mm-hmm. I think of the metro mm-hmm. right been riding the metro my whole life. I love the fact that you can have a beer on the train. Right. On the you know, on mm-hmm. your ride. Um but no matter how squared away it is, mm-hmm. you will have some Trevor right. with his friends coming from the Cubs game mm-hmm. who is gonna take his McDonald's cup full of warm Lemonade and vodka, right? And continue. That's gonna happen, Curtis. But that guy is using some discretion. No, he's not. No, he's not. Everyone knows what's in the McDonald's cup. There is no discretion. But it's not a tall boy of Budweiser outside at a a Friday. It very very could well be because Mm -hmm. it's the it's it's the element. I only use that example just because you know it's just to show you that it's the it's the drinking recklessly and continue it in society part that will never stop despite what it is. Of course that's not going to stop. It's never going to stop. I saw a lady once time, I saw a lady uh, walking down the street back before COVID. Mm -hmm. They were coming from uh, River Edge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I saw a lady walking down the street with a bottle of Barefoot wine. Mm -hmm. You know, she had the family in tow and they had their shit and fold up chairs and walking back to the cars with the rest of the crowd. But yeah, she had the whole bottle. All these people coming <laughs> oh. from River's Edge Park, and you notice that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was odd. So, does I guess my question is, does the city standardize it? Do they say, hey, we're going to give one size cup to everybody in town? Every restaurant's getting served a drink out of the same cup, so we can immediately identify where you... Well, we, if that's bar liquor, or if that's booze you bought at the store? Well, we were talking about their quickness to change liquor mm-hmm. laws. Right. That's what we're... Right. Yeah. So what law do we need? What what makes we, it make sense? You know what do I we think. Wristband people. You know what I think. Here's what I think. I think that government and governments and laws mm-hmm. and how we operate as a functioning society. I think that you enforce laws when you see problems. Absolutely. That's what I think. Honestly, but it is in I'll their be... best interest to foresee problems before. Duh. Right. Duh. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here as a guy with, with who does not have the luxury of responsibility mm-hmm. of a large city like the mayor does. For right. sure. Absolutely. Or the or Absolutely. the city council, which is why it's easy to armchair quarterback the mayor's job. Real shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which is why um, I take part as opposed to complain recklessly. Mm-hmm. But it's also why, like, I do give. I cut our elected officials a lot of slack because 60% of the people who are complaining 
don't even know what they're complaining about. I mean, you see these people writing absolutely. Com- you see these people writing complaints about their. Uh, are you gonna fix my damn uh, the potholes on my street, lady? This guy works for the water department. What? Right. Right. Y- right. You know, like <laughs> so. So much of it is misdirected because people don't understand or mm-hmm. know, and are completely ignorant of what layers of the what your alderman does. Right. No, what, that's another thing. What exactly don't know who to talk to about they don't what. know who to talk to about what exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think public education needs to increase in tandem with the flexibility of laws. But we were talking about, but we have to talk about. Let's the, talk about liquor downtown and the licenses and the licenses and the distribution and how people are allowed. Maybe we say Water Street. Maybe we find a place with a lot of connected restaurants. We say that that's going to be the area. Which uh, I have to ask you this: Have you been to Mora yet? Yes. What do you think? Everything, everything is wonderful. Interesting. Everything. Is Interesting. You and again, are out of five out of, out of five people I've asked about it mm-hmm. who've actually been there. No mm-hmm. armchair quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Out of five people I've asked about it, I've gotten four good, mm-hmm. good reviews on it. I'm gonna holler at me. So y- you run into, they've come to a new town, okay? Right. They're not really even established yet. They have a huge financial stake in this. People don't understand how much money is involved in something like this. Right. How do you make it work? Let's set up some tents and do it outside. Right. Let's get the city involved. Let's do this. Let's do that. And there was no standard for how to do it, so they did the best they could. And, you know, you're outside at a new restaurant. Don't complain about wonderful food and wonderful service because... The sun was in your eyes or it was too hot. Right. Yeah, um, well, that's the thing. You have to, and especially in this time of, of COVID and everything, mm-hmm. I went to Altiro. Right. Um, sitting outside. Mm-hmm. on the, It was a notoriously hot and muggy fucking right. day. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it, oh, it was oppressively hot. Mm-hmm. Um, or sitting outside on the street. The uh, one appetizer... The first appetizer we tried to order, they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, one of the beers we tried to get, they didn't have that, but they had like another one. Mm-hmm. So you know, two two strikeouts like within ten minutes. Right. Honestly, as a blue collar type of brother, that's small potatoes. I, like these restaurants, right? These people did not open this business with the idea of having to make a damn parklet in the front. Thank you. And all this other kind of shit. Thank you, Curtis. Nobody was prepared. This was for not this. in the business plan. Right. To make to have cones outside my restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now these people gotta wear masks and shit and now they can't that was not in the plan. Right. So I, I'm able to understand mm-hmm. that and it was an excellent place and how was the food? The food was good. Okay. Food was good. Okay. Food was good. Yeah. I think that I made a mistake though. The reason why I hesitated was that I think I could have ordered or I think that we should have ordered. Uh, shout out to my boy Manny. Um, the common see we we tried to we tried to food pair. Yeah, yeah. By looking at the menu, by what was on the menu, so we tried to food pair accordingly, right. um, and that didn't happen because they didn't have shit, right. certain shit, and uh, so that's why I you know the food was good, mm-hmm. but I want we wanted to try an appetizer with a meal with a beer, pairing it, and that didn't happen. So, got to go back and give them, like, the proper shot. Give them a couple weeks, let them get it done. Give them the proper shot, yeah. Talk about how And plus, supply chains are messed up with the beers and all this. Yeah, it's all messed up. Yeah. So, people need to understand, hey, we were locked in our houses. Nobody knows what was going on. People were literally... People were looking, Curtis, at the possibility of losing a business they hadn't even opened yet. Right. Not a chance to make one dime back. Right. In this happened. Right. So, everyone's doing a great job. How's that sound? Let's just, until everything settles down, let's just consider that every restaurant's doing a great job. I'm a firm believer of that. Yeah. And if you come to a restaurant downtown, and you see a little bit higher menu, and you see a little bit fancier service, then you realize there's another place in here, and there's another place in here, and now you start bringing in people from out of town. Because honestly, the people from this town are going to support this town. And if you eat tacos at the same place every tri- every day, like I try to, you know what I mean? You're getting, you're there. Right. How do we get the people into town that aren't from town to spend money? 
well, we got things to make them spend money. But mm-hmm. at this at the moment with the COVID and everything, it's it's consumer confidence more than anything that is stopping people from coming out uh, hardcore. Because we're walking away from it though. What what do you think they? Sh- how do you think that downtown Aurora should handle liquor and what laws do you think they should change? What do you think should be done? How should they handle it? You know, here's the thing. I don't know enough about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to defer my answer. It has to be enforceable. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah, I agree with that. I agree okay. with that. I agree with that. You also I was have... really, I was really looking into the liquor laws mm-hmm. and the amendments they were making, and I was really digging into it back when um, we still had the store, right? Because I was, I was formulating a case, mm-hmm. not a legal case, but well, an argument, actually, right, as to why, um, you know, it was imperative for the businesses on the Route Fifty Nine corridor, mm-hmm. which is designated as a profitable, lucrative right, right, right. zone, right. Across from the Fox Valley Mall, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't sell alcohol. Right. But for heaven's sakes, surely you are going to shine some light, allocate some resources, and mm-hmm. give just as much energy to them mm-hmm. as you are to us. Right. But we weren't downtown, so I I, I haven't been fil- I haven't been following up on it too much, but it needs to be enforceable, um, and I think that it needs to be. I'm going to use the word liberal at the moment. It needs to be liberal because um, and forward thinking because coming out of a pandemic, any kind of playing around and favoritism now would be absolutely catastrophic. Right. We're trying to get the river edge back up. I mean, Snoop Dogg was coming. Right. You know, like we need to get that back up. And now is not the time to be uh, as long as it's squared away, safe and enforceable. Mm-hmm. I think they should be giving out liquor licenses like candy. Well, here's another problem, Curtis. Somebody spent a lot of money... Shout out to Alex Garcia. That's the homie Endure. Somebody spent a lot of money building a restaurant knowing that alcohol would be a large part of that. Right. Now, for somebody else to say, hey, now I'm going to start something. Can I sell liquor out of my van? Whack van liquors right there on the side of the road? Right. No. you got to have some skin in the game to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. And I think that Issuing liquor license or letting people serve liquor um, at stores and whatnot on a, on a mm-hmm. festival or First Friday is cheating the people that had to invest hugely in that. And I'm not about fair. That's never my thing. That's not fair. I don't care if it's fair or not. If somebody well, invested, it sounds he- like you do. If somebody invested heavily, heavily in a restaurant. Two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, and then someone else has decided that they should be able to sell liquor, or even distribute free liquor on that day and take. I know that's no one's intention, Curtis, but it's a reality. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy that wanted to give out free corn. I've got a big roaster and wanted to give out free corn at one of the city festivals to promote his business. Mm-hmm. I said, right next to the people that are selling the corn for six bucks an ear, you don't think this is going to cause a problem? Right. And he's like, no, why would it? I'm just trying to. And he just looked at me and he says, oh, I guess you're right. So I think that's going to cause some issues, too, is how we distribute those. Do, do, you, do you buy a one-day license? Do you buy a specialty license? It should be. That what do they should, do about insurance? You should have a smorgasbord of options. Okay, what do you do about your insurance? A smorgasbord of options. Do you educate the owners? Do they have a Bassett certified gift shop owner now? That's what by law, do? right? Right. You need ba- that. So, see? So do I have a problem with them saying, hey, do I have somebody – have?" A problem starting a company people out there that want to start your company and there are a few out there if you want to start a company that tends bar so to speak and has full responsibility for these outdoor events and that's how you make your living I'm all for that but I just don't see I see it getting crazy I see it being too loose and obviously the problem comes from the drunk person, not from the lady who's having a few glasses of wine. Okay, we all know no, that. No, we don't well, know that. Curtis. We don't know that. If somebody starts I would, I, I, a I, I'd game, say, I'd say that both of them are just as capable mm-hmm. of being an incident. 
okay, capable, but until that incident happens, there's a huge difference between the two. Somebody mm. getting drunk at a Cubs game and somebody starting a fight at a Cubs game because they're drunk and probably an asshole is completely different than. I've seen some. Sh- I've seen some. I've seen some tear ups, and the person who was tearing it up was, you know, Karen. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't. No, no, I'm not I, saying I, that doesn't yeah, happen, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying the actual event, the actual incident of someone drinking beer and someone getting violent drinking beer at that exact moment are two different things. True. We've all seen some folks stumble around town. You know, we got the greatest homeless folks in this town, um, drunk in the middle of the afternoon, and if a guy's really not bothering anybody. You know, I, the time we don't is, know how he got there. Uh, the time is now 8.43 a.m., and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora. Um, I'm going to, we're going to read the article um, by Nancy Amore. Um, it's the opinion about the changing of the Washington Redskins name after 87 years. Uh, what I did not know was that it had been the name for 87 years. Like, I guess, as a person who's not a sports fan, you just, you know, that's a huge part of history. You just, one of Mm -hmm. these teams' names Mm -hmm. are just there forever. Um, But this is a very good article, and I think that this, this, it's the hypocrisy of the arguments that have, you know, captivated me. And it's also the simple fact that, like, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. And this, mm-hmm. this, this, uh, the author of this highlights it so well. The people who are, I mean, they don't want their racist statues taken away. Mm-hmm. Don't take their toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have fixed bayonets. Mm-hmm. And they are willing to die on the hill of, I mean, in the movie The Wrong Side of History, Mm -hmm. they are auditioning daily. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Um, So, do not mistake cold, hard calculation for courage. Washington's team, formerly known as a racial slur, announced Monday that it will drop its nickname and logo. It was a stunning move, given owner Daniel Snyder's insistence that he would, quote, never bow to calls to change the name offensive to Native Americans. I guess never doesn't last as long as it used to. And comes as the nation reckons with the systematic racism that permeates every facet of our society. But this was not the result of Snyder having some personal awakening awakening or humbly acknowledging that he now understands what people have been trying to tell him for the better part of a decade. That was clear from that middle finger of a press release. When the team using the slur twice more, while it had while it still had the ta- uh, the chance, excuse me, with the team using the slur twice more while it still had the chance. No, this was about money, lots of it. FedEx, which paid two hundred five million dollars for a twenty five year naming rights deal in nineteen ninety nine, threatened to take its name off the stadium unless the name was changed. Nike pulled team merchandise from its website making Washington the only team whose gear wasn't available online. Pepsi expressed its disapproval. The message was clear. Either change the name or Snyder and his team would be a corporate pariah. What Snyder doesn't understand, but his corporate partners do, is that clinging to racism and bigotry is a losing proposition. America is expected to become a majority-minority country within the next 25 years and the anguish and outrage that have followed the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and so many others has only accelerated the recognition that our racial inequity is not tenable. There is still plenty of work to be done, but the view from history is already clear, and companies like FedEx, Nike, and Pepsi have made it clear they don't want to be on the wrong side of it. Which brings us back to Snyder. He has been defiant in his resistance to changing the nickname, claiming it, quote, honored Native Americans in cherry-picking polls and surveys to bolster his position. He even created a foundation that was supposed to, quote, provide genuine opportunities for tribal communities, end quote. No surprising, it turned out to be a window-dressing sham. Snyder grew up going to Washington games with his father, back in the glory days of the team, so the nickname and the logo hold sentimental value to him. He's also, 
if not the most, one of the most arrogant owners in the NFL. No small feat when Jerry Jones, Stan Kroenke, Kronk and Dean Spanos are in the room, and he, even re and he refused to even consider he might be wrong. But this goes beyond a difference of opinion or interpretation. interpretation. Washington's nickname was chosen by George Preston Marshall, the team's founder and an avowed racist. The word stems, at least in part, from a bounty the government put on the lives of Native Americans. Think about that. Snyder was hell-bent on clinging to a name once used to encourage the extermination of a group of people. I don't care how fond your memories of games with your father are, in no way is that appropriate, in no way is it defensible. Making all of this worse is that Snyder is going to benefit greatly from a change he was forced into making. Washington fans will snatch up gear with the team's new logo and nickname, and corporations will no doubt want to partner with the, quote, progressive Washington team. Snyder might even get that new stadium he wants in the district, too. The change is the right move, and way overdue. Generations to come will wonder how nicknames like Washington's were condoned for so long. But, make, but do not mistake this for a triumph of character or decency. Snyder has shown over the years that he has neither, excuse me, that he has neither, and a new name and logo won't change that. That was an excellent article, and I want to give a shout out to an, to an author I do not know, Nancy Armore. That was absolutely wonderful. That article, it encapsulates the... how bad these people are and how what's right has never been more stark in our society. The time is now 8.49 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, and we are here day part two part of the live yeah. stream with our brother from another mother, right Diesel. Um, shout out to Horse Talk and Cycle Vision Network. We... Um, we like to end the show on a positive note. Okay? Mm -hmm. We like to give the people something to take with them as they go into the day. Um, what do Horse Talk and Cycle Vision Network want to let the people know about as they go on their day today, Thursday? Tuesday. Damn, I jumped off. Be nice to people. Right. Be nice to people in town. Be nice to horses. Oh, and by the way, all the stuff that's going on with some of these hate groups and some of these riots and everything, listen, the horses aren't racist. They're nice horses. Don't be mean to the horses. Um, you okay, know, I don't care what you dressed him up as. That horse generally, it likes hay and people petting it, and it doesn't care who those people are. Keep that in mind. Um, yeah, because there's a thing. Uh, animal cruelty has been on the rise, mm -hmm. and that is, uh, that's absolutely appalling. Uh, I saw something, saw a really disturbing video yesterday, and it's not worth repeating. But uh, animal cruelty is on the rise in this time of COVID. They were, I think it was NPR. I was watching the other day, and they had like categories of things that have been going on. Um, mm -hmm. You know, things that have been on the rise since COVID, uh, domestic violence, and what other other stuff, and like animal abuse right. was another one. And um, you know this. This COVID has really exposed some of our better angels as a society, mm -hmm. but boy, has it brought out, oh, yeah. man, has it pulled the manhole cover off mm -hmm. of all of the less than savory sides of American life. Someone had said that regardless of if the COVID thing is, is valid, regardless of if masks, valid. Curtis, we know it's valid. They've said that regardless yeah, not, of it's valid, they, they, those people, have said, you know, masks work, don't work, blah, blah, blah. At the end of this, you're all going to be remembered as that asshole that wouldn't put one on when he walked in. <laughs> Just think about that. Facts. No one's going to give you a statue that, oh, this is, <laughs> this is Jonathan. He refused to wear a mask. True patriot. Right, right, right. right. So be nice to people. Right. Don't cause stress to that girl that's working at the cafe because you don't want to put your mask on. You knew when you got out of bed that morning that that was going to be a recline. Epithets 
throwing shit, yeah. breaking things, profanity. You knew. You knew when you walked in you were going to have to wear one. All this right. for a number three mm-hmm. at McDonald's and mm-hmm. a Diet Coke with no ice. Right. I, I mean, guarantee you, God's nothing sake. personal McDonald's, but that... That that Big Mac was probably less healthy. Right. Than you put on that mask for a few minutes. And be nice to people. Good point. And Good be nice point. to people at the racetrack, Curtis. Keep that in mind when you go out to the races or a concert or a city festival. Sit down. If you're six foot tall and holding the camera, look behind you. Right. Invite a kid up to the front of the the, the audience. You know. Spend some time with people. That's it. So just be nice. Be nice to the horses. Be nice to the bums. And be nice to your fellow festival goers. Um, if we ever get to go to festivals. The time is now 8.53 a.m. And uh, we'll be leaving off with um, a, a message of being positive um, today. You got to make sure that you register to vote and that you vote. Um, we are the wokest podcast on earth. You know that. If you listen to our show, you are woke. Let's make sure that we become the change, or we are the change that we want to see. And to do that, you have to take part in what is going on. Um, we brought up the recommend the review and recommendation sessions for the city with the police department. You should be going to those. Shout out to the People's Coalition. Look into what they do and what they are about. They have applications online. Um, you know, volunteer. Shout out to the Aurora Food Pantry. Um, see where you can help out. See where you can jump in at. What can you do to help build up things around you? Uh, there is a, you know what? There is a blood drive taking place, I believe, Thursday. We shared it on our page yesterday. I'll make sure that we reshare it everywhere, but there is a blood drive. If you're able to give blood, please do so. Uh, look for ways that you can help out, jump in, and take part in the city in city discussions and city activities. Be the change that you want to see. So try to be positive, or don't try to be positive. Be positive, pay it forward, keep it moving, and see where you can help out. Um, And with that, this is part two of the live stream. Good morning, Aurora. We, uh, you know, now your your favorite daily news show is live every day, 8 to 9 a.m. on facebook live you can subscribe on spotify anchor or your favorite podcast app and we would like to send a special thank you to pls solutions we also want to give a special shout out to uh mccarty mills aurora public art horse talk crystal house 59 south of south street cottonseed creative exchange and shout out to all the veterans in Aurora. Go Army, go Navy, go Marines, go Air Force, go Coast Guard. And with that, good morning, Aurora. We're out. Peace.